the title of the look look <laughs> that stutter's gotta go we'll do <laughs> we'll do another take take two the title of this interview is how to manage menopause naturally and get a midlife refuel marion stewart coaches and educates women on how to manage menopause naturally that's what we're going to be talking about and i introduce to you now marion stewart but let me tell you about her first she is the author of manage your menopause naturally and 27 other books this woman is prolific <laughs> a world-renowned healthcare expert she has helped by the way uh, mary and i were speaking before the interview it's not just menopause she she has written books on menstruation and premenstruation and ibs which is irritable bowel syndrome so she's no one trick pony <laughs> so let me continue telling telling you about marion she's a world a world renowned healthcare expert she has helped tens of thousands of women around the world. She's in Florida right now. She has a very severe Texas accent. So hopefully you can understand you people. <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously being, I'm just joking. This, this, I, I, toyed, I played with her when, she, when I first met her saying that she was from Texas. She got a laugh out of it. So hopefully you did too. So let me tell you more about Marion. She's helped tons, tens of thousands of women around the world overcome PMS, premenstrual syndrome or and menopause symptoms without using drugs or hormones i love that i'm sort of an anti-drug person i happen to be a recovered drug addict marion i mean drugs have their place but in my opinion it should be the last resort okay and um without using drugs or hormones and in 2018 she was awarded the british empire medal so she's like a duchess or something <laughs> 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 the British Empire Medal and was recognized as one of the 50 most inspirational women by the Daily Mail. Wow, that's a, quite a background. Wow, that is really impressive. Marion, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Lo lovely to be here. Oh, definitely. And by the way, you know, I don't mind telling the audience that I, I really feel a, a great rapport with her already. She's very gregarious and interesting, obviously very knowledgeable and prolific uh, 28 books and and that and three different major areas, probably other, you know, other specific stuff too. And and she she has emigrated from London, England. You ever hear that place? Over to Hollandale Beach, Florida, which is where my partner is right now. Uh, in a, of auxilium, he's in the same place. Uh, my my intention is to have our headquarters set up in in um Fort Lauderdale, which is right near there. I'm in New York City. But uh, welcome, Marion. Welcome. It's lovely to be here. And I love this area, I have to say. I mean, I, I still like going back to London, but uh, just lifestyle here is amazing. Yeah. And now, London and New York have some similarities, certainly. And uh, I lived in New York for a year, actually. I did. So yeah. I know. I know you on the Upper East Side. Ah, oh, OK. I'm from, I'm a Brooklyn boy. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a little ghetto kid. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Uh, but I, you know, I'm 57 and, and I, I used to be something of a tough guy. I say that, that you know, I'm an ex paratrooper, blah, blah. Uh, I can't stand the cold anymore. If I'm clothed properly, we go snowboarding or skiing. Fantastic. Other than that, I can't stand it. My, I think my destiny is coming down to Florida to join my partner, Danny and you, because uh, I, I, I'm less and less, I, I tolerate it. 
Yeah, no, I find that too. In fact, the year that we were in New York was the coldest winter on record, I think. And it was <laughs> it really did put me on. I, I know I was saying to someone the other day, it's all, all very well if you're going skiing, but if you actually have to live in the freezing cold, when you know you don't have to, because in a parallel right. universe, you have choices. Got, got their toes in the ocean. So yeah. Oh, fantastic. All right. Let, let me get let me get to my first question. And I'm and we're gonna we're gonna focus on, on menopause, but I'm gonna talk about some of your other fields as well. But let's let's start with that. Okay, so why do you think so many women accept the discomfort and stress of menopause and assume it's all part of being a woman? Because no one ever tells them anything else. Do you know <laughs> thing? And a hundred years ago, we weren't living much past 50. Ooh. So it didn't really matter. But now when we get to our 40s and it's halfway for so many of us, we doctors are not educated. The Mayo Clinic survey in 2019 said that only 7% of doctors and gynecologists feel adequately educated to help women going through menopause. Seven. Seven, <laughs> which is shocking. You know, so how that's are a, women supposed that's to... That's a great improvement over... Excuse me, that's a great improvement over the 6% previously. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you wait for it I'm to joking. Be, yeah, exactly. So right. it's the, pathetic. The fact is, well, and, and now women mainly turn to the internet for help. You've got Dr. Google, and there's <laughs> so much information out there. Some of it's complete rubbish, not based on any science whatsoever. Some of it's, you know, sales oriented. It's not designed to truly empower women with science-based knowledge. And that's what they need. To, and what we do, apart from anything else, is we give them hope. Because as you'll discover, as we're talking, you're going to hear exactly what's going on in a woman's body and therefore how you can fix it so that you can actually have what you called a midlife refuel and go get to the point where you feel like a normal, energetic, sexy woman again. You know, you're not a shadow of your former self. We, In our last survey on 1,100 women, we found that not over 96% of the women unprepared for menopause, but actually two-thirds of them said they felt robbed of life as they knew it. Wow, what a shame. It doesn't have to be like that. And, and, you know, and, and we have the internet now, which is, you know, one the most extraordinary communication tool ever, but it's packed with disinformation, misinformation, right? All these morons, so much hype, so much sales, you know, and, and, and then there's people with real information and real help, such as yourself, that you have to compete with all that. So it's, it's difficult. But also for women going through menopause, very often they've got things like brain fog, insomnia, anxiety panic attacks they they can't think straight and so how on earth can they go and sift through that information and determine what's good and what they should follow and what they shouldn't it's it becomes almost impossible absolutely you know uh, i'm a practitioner of nlp neuro-linguistic programming uh, uh this is an audio podcast but marion nodded in, in uh, knowledge and consent or agreement uh and one of the biggest things that we profess and basically nlp is a form of psychology that just focuses on how we think as opposed to why or why not and so the state that we're in how we're feeling basically is so critically important. I mean, everybody wants to feel good. I mean, everybody can understand that. Uh, but when you're in a state that is uh, like you things you just described, brain fog or whatever, well, not only do you suffer per se, but it's so inhibiting on anything that you might want to do. 
<laughs> and and this is an if this is a you know an inevitability of women that they have to deal with this uh, in their midlife, then you if not being proactive but having the wherewithal the ability to deal with it, I think that's kind of a that should be included in every woman's game plan, perhaps even their husband. Of course, because what's happening is a woman is, if you look at what's been happening in the workplace over our lifetime, is women are now being treated for the most part as equal in the workplace. That's a terrible mistake, by the way. I'm only kidding, (laughs) kidding, kidding. They've worked long and hard for that. And what now is happening is they're being bowled over by their hormones. So up to a quarter of women are leaving the workplace at this stage in their lives because they don't feel they can show up in the way they need to. Mm. And that's terrible for the economy because organizations are losing experienced talent. And Which is probably the most valuable talent, quite frankly. Exactly. And terrible for the women themselves because obviously their self-esteem is in the bin and so is their, you know, their personal economics. So it's it's just really important that women and, as you say, their partners, you know, if it's a man or a woman, whoever is, really comes to understand what this journey represents. Because we did a, a survey on men and we found that most of them feel frustrated and rejected and they're really scared. They don't want to open the conversation because they're afraid of what may happen. Because if everybody buys into the fact that this is the end of life as they knew it, and the bedroom doors closed, what goes on behind, no one talks about, but I'm sure we will very soon. And it isn't a lot. So it's just a, a tricky situation all round. And when people come to understand this is merely a transition and with good knowledge and support in a space of a few short months, you could come right out the other end of it feeling turbocharged and better than you can remember. Wow. I mean, that is a wonderful premise, uh, you know, and, a woman, a woman should really do more than consider that. I mean, they, they really should make that a goal because quite, you know, I, I, I'm a very, I'm a very playful person. I was just, I, my, this is like a recurring conversation between myself and my girlfriend. I say, God, you know, God favors males over females. I mean, we don't have to deal with boobs. We don't have to deal with menstruation and menopause, you know, and we don't have to carry children. All right. But of course, so now so women can't be defeated by God. They have to use what wherewithal they have to deal with these, call them burdens, call them inevitabilities, but they're things that you just, you can't simply ignore because uh, men don't have to do them. That's, you know, this is, this is, this is like a woman's plight. I don't say that with any judgment, but being real, you've got to deal with it. Otherwise suffer by it. Yeah. And also, I think as you come out, when we, what happens is when women have the midlife refuel, they morph back into feeling better than they can remember. And it's very empowering. It's amazing because then you feel ageless and you feel playful and you can get on with your life and all that you want to achieve. And you're not burdened or hindered by poor health and overwhelmed by menopause symptoms. So, right. So they don't have, so they don't, what you're saying is, and I totally believe you, you don't have to suffer. You can not only deal with it, you can turn it around and love life and be revitalized and even better, more than revitalized. Yes. See it and have a whole new, better life, if you will. That's yes, because exactly. Because what happens is women go downhill very slowly and they don't realize how far down they've gone until they bounce back up again. And we know 
the, we did six or five studies in the early days that were published on looking at nutrient levels. And we know that between 50 to 80 percent of women have got low levels of things like magnesium, B vitamins, zinc, vitamin D, essential fatty acids, calcium and so on. And those all affect your brain chemistry and your hormone function in an adverse way. And then that gets worse as you get older. And then on top of that, your ovaries are retiring when you get to perimenopause, which is the eight years leading up to menopause. And they come to a full stop when you get to menopause, which is the anniversary of your last period. And so by the time you get to post-menopause, which is the rest of your life, you're just like a bucket with a hole in it. And you're wow. never going to feel well or think clearly or function normally. And in fact, I just did a live session before this um, talking about libido and sort of everything below the waist. And I revisited our relationship survey and I couldn't even, it just blew me away to look again to see that 93% of the women in that particular survey said they lost their libido, you know, and, and over 80% of them said they had no sensations below the waist. Well, oh, my God. It doesn't have to be like that. You know, you don't have to buy into that. When you have the refuel, you start to tingle again. You know, quite frankly, you know, when I was a young man, I had a great libido. Now it's like, sex who? <laughs> you know, my girlfriend's like, yeah, sex me. And I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, but libido, no matter who you are or what your gender is, uh, it, it doesn't have to be a, a low one. Yeah. And for some women, it becomes painful as well because the tissues dry out and they don't know there's anything they can do about that either. But again, the research shows that you can get the factory lights on again that produce all that lovely mucus and elasticity in those nether regions so that you can feel playful and enjoy it rather than having to grit your teeth. You know what, Marion, when you describe it that way, in the, in graphically, I was still strangely aroused. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that's fantastic. I mean, I said that jokingly, mostly. <laughs> but uh, that is really wonderful news. Are you listening to this? Women out there you listen, who listen to this podcast? And men, and men. Uh, and men, people yes. that you care about. That it doesn't even have to be your lover, someone you care about, right? This is this is a, a plight. This is a universal plight. You know, so uh, if you are listening, and I tell you, she's written 28 books. Uh, just from that resume, she probably knows what she's talking about. She's been at this for some time. Uh, we'll get to this at the end, but I, I, I'm I'm going to already start recommending you. Yeah, go, we'll get to her, her websites and her in her social media, but uh, I, I, I'm recommending you already, Marion. You you seem to really <laughs> know what you're talking about. Well, I love. I mean, I love the fact that we, because of what we do, and my team and I, we have these. We see these incredible transformations. You know, women who've given up literally—they're curled up in a ball, not functioning, and wishing they can hide. It's not. It's just not a good way to be. Yeah. And then within the space of six or eight weeks, they're back to feeling. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel. They can smell the roses, and they know it's all going to be fine. That's fantastic. You know, when I worked as a life coach, a personal development coach. It was one of the greatest things when I've got I got that turnaround in a client when they go from dysfunction to functional they have a breakthrough. Now you you've been at this for quite some time. 
you work, you have, you have books, you have courses out there, you do webinars, all this stuff, but isn't that one of the greatest things? Yeah, no, it is actually. And now we're working in workplace as well. So we go in and we do webinars for men and women. We do surveys to determine the suffering. And then we go in and deliver so that we can actually breathe life back into the workforce and get them feeling well and being productive. So we, and also teaching them how to extend their wellness years because it's all very well living longer. But if we're crippled with osteoporosis, heart disease, dementia, or whatever it happens to be that we're more predisposed to after menopause, it's not going to be a great time in our lives. But the research shows you can prevent all those things. Wow. Fantastic. God, oh, it's, it's very promising. And, and, you know, it's easy. Like you might say, oh, it's easy for Marion Stewart to say all this stuff. But uh, I'm going to rec- you know, I, this is a repeat, but I'm going to emphasize, I'm going to repeat checking this out because if what you're saying is true, isn't it worth at least, if it, it, it oh, it's making a claim. But if it's true or not, isn't it at least worth worth checking out? Because what if it is true, right? What if it, what if she's not one of these hucksters or sa- you know salespeople that just want you to buy, and 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 what she's offering is not just a, a reprieve or a relief, but a life. I would say that's worth checking out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's... Well, a lot of the stuff is free as well. Oh, we have a, fantastic! A midlife refuel club that's stuffed full of content. I think I must have made. 100 films, weekly wisdom films, the webinars, there's downloads, there's all sorts right. of stuff. When we get to the end of the interview, Marion, we'll, we'll have you uh, tell the audience where they can go and check those out. But let, let, check that out. Let's let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. It will come right back with the dynamic Marion Stewart. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petrozzo. We're having a fascinating conversation with Marion Stewart. We're talking about menopause and related things and not, not just about the issue, but how a whole other life can be regained. It's not just about relief, but having a great life again, uh, which is so promising and, and, and really it's kind of puts me in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. But let's go backwards a little bit. What inspired you to start helping women through their menopause? Well, it goes back further than that, really, because I was on maternity leave many years ago. I was married to a doctor in England, and he was setting up the British Society for Nutritional Medicine with a group of other doctors. And because I was at home, they gave me 10,000 medical papers on different subjects to sort into conditions. And I found 200 on premenstrual syndrome, all on the non-drug approach. And so I put together a program for his nurse in his clinic to help the women with PMS locally to us. And it started to become successful. And a local journalist came and heard about it and wrote about it. And before I knew it, we had um, magazines, newspapers all over England writing about it. And I was dragged onto breakfast television. I was (laughs) so nervous. It was awful. Anyway. That, so from there on, we literally, we were way ahead of our time because no one else was doing anything natural. And waiting lists on the National Health Service were anything between six, six months and a year. So women were feeling violent and aggressive and really struggling to live their lives. 
for at least two weeks a month. And we were helping them to be symptom free. So 96% of them, I think, were symptom free within the space of four months. Wow. And so when the publications in the early 90s started coming about menopause and the natural approach, it was obviously a natural thing for us to tweak the PMS program and turn it into a menopause program. So that's what we did. And then we helped tons more women all over the world to manage their menopause naturally. And obviously that's when I started writing books about menopause as well. Um, We then went on and um, I was out of this field for six years because I was running a foundation in memory of my youngest daughter. And when I came back six years later, I didn't have my, because I used to have a TV show in the UK and I used to write regularly for the Daily Mail and all lots of magazines. And I didn't do that for six years. And so when I came back, it was like a whole new world. The currency was social media and I didn't do that. I didn't even know about you know how to do Facebook. So somebody here, a friend of mine locally, introduced me to a film producer because I'd made a lot of films for TV and also for the charity that I was running and telling a story. So I thought, well, I'll make some films on women's health and throw a six to start. So I went to this course that this film producer was running the next day by coincidence on Facebook. Uh, it was a film. Uh, it was a pro course on Facebook Live, and she made me make four little films on my phone, which were really awful quality <laughs> and very scary. And then she made me post them onto Facebook. And within the space of twelve weeks, over a million women saw those wow. films. And I was inundated. It was like the old days with PMS. I was inundated with horrendous stories. And it made me very angry because by that time, we'd been helping women going through menopause for so many, 20 years. And I knew women didn't need to suffer, but there was no let up. It was still the same old, same old. And doctors weren't any more educated than the women were. And everyone was kind of just fumbling around, feeling like they were in God's waiting room and it couldn't come quickly enough because they felt so terrible. And so I felt somehow we have to take the the science from my five month program on menopause, which showed that over 90 percent of women were symptom free within the space of that time. What was that time period? It was 91 percent of them felt that they were their symptoms were under control within five months. That was that was the program that I ran in the UK for years and years. So what we did was this was about four years ago. We took the science from that program, broke it into six bite sized modules, and we turned it into a six week course to teach women everywhere about the science that shows you can help yourself. And what we didn't realize then was that even in six weeks, we'd be turning women's lives around. And so now that program is tech enabled. So it runs from your phone or any device. And we tailor make programs for individuals who need personal help. And we just help them get through it and come out the other end so they do feel like the best version of themselves. So that was it's really I think I'm driven by a sense of injustice. I've come to realize over time because I feel it's not right that there's so much good published research and that no one is telling anyone about it. It's like the best kept secret. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, because like this is this is kind of a revelation to me, quite frankly. And, I, you know, and I'm, so, you know, I'm a coach, you know, I mean, I'm in personal development. So maybe it's too much of a niche, but it shouldn't be, because like I said at the outset, this is half the population. <laughs> it's an well, also, also, and half the population suffer, but the other half of the population live with them. So yeah. everybody is being touched by it, you know, oh, whether you're well, in the I was, I was empathizing with the men, not with the women. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Everyone's affected, you know. Yeah. And in, uh, it, yeah, it, it, and it's something that 
just needs to be treated like a transition and not a serious medical condition. Yeah, yeah. And and there shouldn't be any stigma associated with it. There's no stigma associated with pregnancy. You know, it's a transition. You know, it's nine months. You know what's you know what it says on the tin. You come out the end of it. You get yourself back into good shape and you carry on with your life. Well, menopause, it doesn't even have to be nine months. It can just be three months or four months or six weeks or whatever it is till you have your refuel so that you can actually feel better again. Well, I mean, on my podcast, we know I have all these guests, various experts and and people in the the field, and we always promote them. But I will make sure to let my team know to especially promote this one because I quite, and I say this without any any virtue signaling, this is a message I really want to get behind because I think that it's really quite wonderful. And this is, and, and there's no, there's not a niche you know, really, it may seem like a niche, but it's not. This is something that's, uh, you know, uh, as you said, this is not even a, a, a gender dilemma. This is a people dilemma because the other the other half suffer from it, but the other half are, are afflicted by their suffering. So uh, this is, I'm going to get behind this. This is really, and I don't say that, I say that with total sincerity. Uh, this is a great stuff. This is great stuff you do, Marion. Really. Yeah, and I think also as a coach, you're, when someone comes to you for help, you need them to be able to be clear thinking. Oh, yes. And to be able to execute your recommendations, do you know, and work with you so that you get results. Well, if they've been up all night and they can't think straight and they're having terrible panic attacks and palpitations and hot flashes every 10 minutes, how on earth can they be in, in the moment with you? Do you know, because all they're actually in the moment with their body and all the overwhelm that represents. And so what I I really think what we tend to do is we teach them how to get to the starting gate so that, you know, you're you're they've had the refuel. They're now back to starting point where they can actually focus on whatever they want to do for the rest of their lives. And I think at some point in the future, when we've done the thing for women and they're having their midlife refill, there's no reason why men shouldn't have one too, because we're living so much longer. It's really important that we all learn how to meet our needs and all about the wonderful biohacks that exist now as well, that are, you know, gizmos and devices that have FDA approval and, you know, things that can really help us to have a better quality life. Totally. You know, and it's, you know, I, I alluded to it at the beginning, you know, about states, but, you know, if you're, you just described it quite articulately, I don't, you know, so I'm not going to repeat that, that, you know, that when a person's in a poor state, doesn't matter what the reason is, you know, you know, it doesn't matter. A poor state is a poor state. If you, if you're sleep deprived, if you're anxious or whatever, that's a result or, or caused by menopause, or in my case, like I said, I'm a recovered drug addict. When I'm taking drugs, I'm in a state, I've I, I just thickened my, the veil between me and reality because I don't see things clearly. I don't think clearly because of this veil. And that's why I'm a big proponent of sobriety. Uh, and, uh, you know, but it's, so one's, one's natural happens naturally as a matter of course. One <laughs> is deliberate or at least uh, is an act of, of consumption. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when we're in states that are not conducive to our well-being, to our our, our wits. Then we 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 make decisions that are not as good as they could be, nor do we have a better on a better understanding that we could have. So this is a critical stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the very foundation of everything. It's like you never build, a, if you're a self-respected builder, you'd never build a house on marshland right. if you wanted to maintain your reputation. And, you know, we expect if you wouldn't let your car go without service for years and not put oil in it. You know, it, you would expect it to fail. And yet we expect our bodies to go on serving us no matter how we abuse them. And I see it every day, especially in America, because people are eating very often the wrong things. They're not getting out their chair and exercising. I was in a doctor's waiting room a couple of years ago, and I couldn't believe what I saw. There were chairs that were ordinary sized chairs, and then there were chairs for big fat bottoms. And I thought, well, that's almost condoning the fact yes. that people should be big and not motivate them to get down to a healthy body weight I so concur. that they can maintain their well-being. Right. There's a big difference between being supporting and being enabling. Big difference. Yeah, exactly. Great. Anyway. Yeah. Going off a tangent. No, my, I, I like that my soapbox, But I just think, you know, there's just not enough. I concur. Good quality information out there for real people to make a difference to their lives and it is got our planets in enough of a situation and state at the moment without having personal problems that hold us back and lots of people are stressed because of what's going on in the world and stress the cortisol the stress hormone makes us feel 10 times worse mm. and can actually even mimic symptoms of menopause it can give us panic attacks and brain fog and fatigue and insomnia and all of that stuff, as well as bring on the hot flushes. So it's so important for everybody to learn to meet their needs. Absolutely. Great stuff. Let's take a moment to, he to hear from our sponsor. He'll come right back with Marion Stewart. I'm loving this. This is such a wonderful conversation. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza, and we're having a wonderful, incredible, I'm going to say incredible, because I, not only this conversation with Marion Stewart, because that is obviously, I, I'm having a good time, uh, which is authentic, but the, I think the value, I mean, you, obviously, you're not getting into the detail, into details, and this is not the place for it, it could be or not, but you are talking about the possibilities and the, real, the realities and the possibilities the recourses and illuminating minds, including mine, that menopause doesn't have to be a problem. And as a matter of fact, it shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. And, and, and that is wonderful. <laughs> and not only should it not be a problem, but it's a whole new beginning. It's almost a good thing that people get symptoms. Now, not everyone gets symptoms. About 20% of women don't. But the ones who do, it very often sends them off hunting for solutions. And it's very important for them to get to know that not only can they overcome their symptoms, but that after menopause, which is that magic day after you haven't had a period for a year, women are much more predisposed to things like osteoporosis, the bone thinning disease mm -hmm. and heart disease and dementia. And the research shows that you can prevent all of that. So with osteoporosis before menopause, you're making about 3% new bone a year, and you're losing about 3%. So you stay in even balance. But when you get to menopause, you can lose up to 20% of your bone mass. Mm. 
And women can fracture their hips when they get osteoporosis and 20% of those actually die. They don't recover. For heart disease, I was horrified because before menopause, women are less likely to have a heart attack. After menopause, they're more likely. And it wasn't until a couple of months ago that I saw some research that showed that 50% of women after menopause die from their first heart attack. Wow. Which is really shocking. And then dementia, which robs you of everything. Again, you can prevent it. You can go a long way to maintain your short and long-term memory and your cognitive function by making dietary and lifestyle changes. So it's not rocket science and it's very easy. It could be tailored to your lifestyle, your tastes and everything so that it works for you and as an individual. It's fantastic. Uh, now getting into, uh, well, let's me ask straight out. Why do women get symptoms during uh, perimenopause and menopause? They get the symptoms because they've got two key things going on in their body. One is the research shows that billions of women have got nutritional deficiencies that affects their brain chemistry and their hormone function. And that lets them down because when your brain chemi chemistry and hormone function are not working, you've got a malfunction, you're not going to feel well. You're not going to feel energetic. You won't be able to think straight. You won't sleep well and so on. And then on top of that, your ovaries, we're born as tiny babies. We're born with millions of eggs. But when you get to midlife, for various reasons, because you've been spitting out those eggs every month, you have had babies, maybe breastfed, live life in the fast lane, and you've got older, your ovaries are retiring. And so you run out of eggs, and then you've got low levels of estrogen. And because you're living way past menopause now, the brain doesn't understand because you didn't live before you didn't used to live much past 50. And so it's trying to kickstart the ovaries back into function. And when you've got all these things that are, are happening in your body, like low levels of nutrients and hormones all over the place, the body just shuts down. You're not, you're not making new bone cells. You're not making the mucus in your vagina. You're not keeping your brain alert. None of those things that were happening before menopause are happening anymore. And so it's a whole different ball game unless you learn to meet your needs. And if you learn to meet your needs, if you saw that under the microscope, the molecule of estradiol, which is the estrogen you have before menopause and mother nature's estrogen, the phytoestrogen look almost identical. If you're doing spot the difference, you probably could tell but you'd have to look quite hard at the molecule to see the difference. And so you can literally fool the brain into thinking that you've got normal circulating hormone levels. And that's how you can turn off the symptoms. Wow, that is incredible. Now, you, you mentioned that 20% of women don't get symptoms, right? Yeah, that's what, that, yeah that's what they say. Um, and at the other end of the spectrum, you've got the women who are feeling literally suicidal. You know, they just feel like they've been bowled over by their hormones and they can't function. So so statistically, 80% get symptoms and some of them are so bad that they actually get suicidal. They can't function. Yeah, which wow. is horrifying. So I had a patient not that long ago, probably on two courses before now, who was, she was hauled up at home. She hadn't colored her hair. She hadn't had her nails done. She been signed off work. She wasn't speaking to any of her friends. She just locked herself away and was literally suicidal. Mm. And within the space of six weeks, she was back at the hairdressers, back in the workplace, 
back. In fact, she actually got rid of her partner who she should have got rid of years ago because he was a complete drain on her. Yeah. And she'd kind of, re- she was all, by two months, she was reinventing herself and on dating websites. That you know, it's so like, awesome. it was just completely different. That is so, I mean, for you to, to have done that with one person is so fantastic, so awesome. I imagine you've done that with many, many people, either directly or obviously you you put out this information in your books or or, or people who read your books so that that is uh, a wonderful contribution to the world that you have made my dear woman <laughs> but i love it and you know i'm on social media and i get messages all the time from women saying i've read your book it changed my life you yes, know that's exactly. and i love hearing that i never get tired of hearing that that's great now let's Let's transition. Did you have anything more to say about uh, menopause? Because I, I want to make a bit of a transition, if I may. Go ahead. I could talk okay. about menopause for the rest of the year, but we can transition <laughs> to anything you like. <laughs> Let's talk about two of two other fields, the two other fields uh, that we mentioned that you've written, written books on, uh, IBS and menstruation. Now, I like to say about IBS, I, I, ha- I was in a relationship with a woman long ago who had some severe issues and she had IBS and uh, irritable bowel syndrome. And it seemed to me her emotional issues and this IBS were related. It seems to, it seemed to me that she so was stressed by her feelings that she made herself sick, uh, you know, gastrically, uh, literally gastrically. Do you, do you think that that has validity to it? I think, yeah, it's a bit like a chicken and egg really, because if you've got low levels of nutrients, So for example, let's just take what the gut is. The gut is like a pipe that goes from your mouth through to your tail. And it's got two sorts of muscles in there that relax and contract rhythmically to propel the motions from one end to the other. Now, if you're short of magnesium, which we know is the most common nutritional deficiency, or that's what we found in our studies at least, um, the gut relies on magnesium to have that what's called peristalsis, that, that muscle action. So if you're short of magnesium, which you don't store in your body, you have to take enough in every day, the muscles go into spasm. And so everything gets stuck. And we know from our surveys, and again, this is not what women are talking about with their best friends or even their partners, is that at least 50% of women going through menopause get constipated. And that can, obviously things grind to a halt, it's not healthy. But it happens. And so that's another reason for learning to meet your needs. Obviously, with IBS, you've got a lot more. Some people get constipated, some people get diarrhea, but it's getting the nutrients and into an optimal range, learning to meet your needs. And sometimes you need to come off certain foods that may be irritating the lining of your gut in the short term because you've upset your microbiome for whatever reason. You know, your diet may not be doing it for you. You may be, as you say, very stressed and um, the gut is thought of as the second brain these days. And yes. so you, you've got a lot going on in your gut that you need to um, nurture. You know, Marion, I think I was mistaken. I think that woman had colitis, if not IBS, but I know that oh, both yes. gastric issues uh, and is it second brain, you know, as they, as they say, but which, whatever the case may be. But stress, uh, stress can bring on all sorts of problems. And I think, you know, it can't be overstated. I don't think the medical profession really understand what high cortisol can do to you. If you haven't got a label like Cushing's disease or whatever it is, a high level of cortisol can make you feel like your brain has gone, like it's been erased. Wow. And it can also 
give you things like colitis and arthritis and all sorts of things because we are we're vulnerable, aren't we? We're human beings and we have got our vulnerabilities. And so we've got to learn to meet our needs in order to prevent things. Diabetes as well. I remember I was writing a book once called The Phyto Factor, and it was all about phytoestrogens for menopause. But when I read the research, it showed that it helps to prevent diabetes. Wow. You know, it helps to prevent bone disease. It helps to prevent heart disease and, and brain rot. You know, there's so many things that you can do with plant-based foods. You know. Um- well, I'm going to stop it there in terms regarding IBS, because we th- these that and menstruation are two rabbit holes. That I think if we go down, we, we don't know where the end may be. But I will say this to the audience. I mean, obviously, you've heard Mar- Marion speak about menopause. She obviously knows what she's talking about and offers a lot of help, uh, to say the least, in, in this area. And, and uh, so you can you can project that over to IBS. She knows what she's talking about. And menstruation, we're not going to go in that one, but if you have issues or know people with issues with IBS or menstruation, I recommend that you go to Marion's website, which we're going to get to in a moment. So it's, don't just don't don't just focus on the menopause. These two areas, he offers a lot of help, to, seems to me to say the least, uh, about. But I want to get into one final topic before uh, I conclude the conversation, unless you wanted to say about anything else, because it touched me. Uh, and I hope you don't mind. Let me know if you do. Let me know. I heard you say that you, uh, the memory of your daughter, that you created a, a foundation, or was it even a charity as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was. Uh, what was that charity for, or is? Uh, well, the, it was called the Angelus Foundation, and my daughter was a twenty-one-year-old medical student in England who was uh, at an awards dinner because she was a cheerleader. And she'd gone to an awards dinner, um, met up with an old boyfriend, and she was meant to be going to meet her brother for a drink. But instead, she went off with the old boyfriend. He put something in her drink. So in England, it was called a legal high. And here, I think you call them bath salts. So she... um, Bath salts? That's a terrible drug. Yeah. So they... um, Well, this particular one was called GBL. So it was actually paint stripper. But it had been banned in America and uh, Canada and Sweden four years before this for human consumption and the home secretary in the UK did nothing about it. So she actually died that night because she oh. had a, she'd had a few glasses of alcohol and combined with the alcohol, it shut down her respiratory system. So I ran a foundation for six years and it, we actually worked with the prime minister and um, his ministers. We, it, it was a hard campaign, but we did succeed and we changed the law so that we shut down 500 high street shops, 115 websites, and we stopped wow. Amazon from selling these substances worldwide. Wow. And now that, um, you know, th- those don't exist anymore in the UK, which is, and I, I then parked it because obviously that was a, a very stressful and difficult journey for me for those years. And I wanted to come back to women's health. Wow. I say this in the most non-religious way possible, Marion. God bless you and your daughter. Uh, that's, uh, and, 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 and man, I commend you for the action you took in response. Boy, is that is that was that's not exemplary. I don't know what is. That's fantastic. You know, one of the things that my company, well, first thing we can do, non-business, I'm going to set up a a, a foundation, uh, 501c, to save cats because I'm I'm a huge animal guy. Humans I'm not nearly as fond of, even though I was a life coach, <laughs> uh, but I don't like to harm them. That's for sure. But uh, I, you know, so, and that's great to save cats, but you know, but what you did, I mean, there's a lot of evil in the world 
and and your daughter suffered from it and uh but you uh you didn't roll over for it and uh God, I salute you for that. That's great. Thank you. I I met. I have to say, it was an, an incredible journey in a lot of ways. Um, made me um, be courageous because, again, I was driven by a sense of injustice. That why should that happen to families? Why? Because they they were called legal highs. Kids were being duped into thinking they were okay uh, when they really weren't. And so that was why I stepped up to do it. And I met some amazing people, I have to say, in the process of doing that, who I've, I've formed like lifelong friendships with, um, not least of which are the Amy Winehouse family. And uh, we, you know, we did lots of things together, which helped, it helped us as well as helping lots of other people. That's wonderful. Marion, this has been a most ex excellent conversation. I think that you not only provide value, but hope and, and more to so many people. Like, you know, I, I, anything I say about that will be repetition. I highly, highly, highly recommend listener that you go to Marion's website and she's going to say where they are in a moment. But I want I want to give you an opportunity. Do you have any final remarks for the audience, Marion? I think just to have hope and, and know that wherever you are in your journey, whether you're before menopause, um, during it, perimenopause or even postmenopause, that there's a lot you can do to make yourself feel good. But it's important to make yourself an important part of that because as women you know I had four kids I wrote all those books that you talked about around advisory service I was last on my priority list and that's what happens for most women until you can't function anymore and then you have to get help so just be mindful of that and try and catch it in time if you can and if you haven't caught it in time then get some proper help and support so that you can get back to feeling well again Fantastic. Great stuff. So I really recommend, listener, you go to her website, marionstewart.com. That's Mary, like mother of Jesus, on Stu Art. Mary on Stu Art. <laughs> to make to break it down in ways that's easily remembered. Marionstewart.com for for obviously menopause. We, we, we spoke at length about that, but also menstruation, menstruation and IBS. Uh, and she's on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but we'll have a profile set up for you on our website. So a person can find all that stuff. I've this also got a new little series um, starting with PBS, which has been piloted in South Florida. And it's about to uh, February, March. I think it's going to be going around the country on PBS and the health channel called Marion Stewart's menopause moment. And we're um, doing some more longer shows that will come later on in the year. So there's lots of good help out there for people. That That is great. Now, you said you have some uh, free stuff and resources available to people. Go ahead, why don't you look yeah, in the Midlife Refuel Club. So you can just either go to my website or Google Midlife Refuel Club. But you can go to the website, marionstuart.com, and join the Midlife Refuel Club, which is free. And that is stuff full of amazing content that will help you to manage whatever symptoms you have at this life stage. And also if you need help, there's the solutions tab. You can just click on that and that takes you through to six week program and all the other things that we provide for individuals. And I have live sessions every week. So for example, on Wednesdays. So today I did one on libido and getting your va va voom back again. So, and I answer questions. So we have, it's a whole, uh, it's just lovely to come together as a group of people and feel like you're in a safe space so that you can actually get empowered with knowledge and find a way out of this terrible nightmare until you're back feeling that you can breathe and function and 
live life the way you want to. Well, this has been a most wonderful conversation, Marion. And uh, quite frankly, I, I certainly I appreciate it, but I've come to admire you in this short hour. Thank I you. I mean that sincerely. Uh, so I really thank you very much for being here and everything you've done and what you do. And uh, I want everyone to remember, we're all responsible for ourselves and we could all use a little help. And with that, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the next episode of the Self-Help Coaching Podcast. Thanks again, Marion. My pleasure.